Are you ready? Can't crush us. It don't really get no better than this. The podcast that you're looking for. If you're really heavy in the wrestling, hosted by the Mark. Energy that's so amazing. Gotta keep it entertaining. Rep the can't crush a nation. Yeah, you know what's going down in the ring. Lights out when you hit a ding ding. Knock them out like boom, bada bing. Hold it down, you can crown me the king. Gotta shout out to the Miz and Duke the Dumpster. We choke slamming everybody. Power driving, hit them with a face buster. Yeah, yeah. This the show you need an and it ain't no need for waiting. Mark, hold it down for the can crush a nation. All about wrestling and keep it entertaining. Can crushers wrestling podcast. Time to break them. Let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can crushers. Let's go. Hey, this is Malik Mayfield. The official cheer captain of professional wrestling, and you're listening to the Can Crushers podcast. That was all you. I stopped about five seconds ago. Well, I am a fucker, so welcome to the show, everyone. Wow. <laughs> Listen, check. We took. Uh, well, let's just let's get this out of the way. Mark called me at like literally three seconds before we started recording, so I had to. Throw that in there. He did. Welcome to Can Crushers. Mark the Mark, Sir Michael <laughs> Jenks, bringing you the shenanigans of a place wrestling week. Fancy terminology. Did we uh, spend the week looking up a thesaurus? No, that literally just came to my head right now. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know why. Sometimes, Jenks, I, I'm sure after about, what, two years now, you know shit just rolls into my head and it's got to come out. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I get it. I get it. I love it. It's what it is. We're bringing some class to this. Tell me I'm wrong, though. (laughs) I'm not telling you. I completely agree. The best thing that happened in wrestling this week is I talked to Vinny Barry about the Pro Wrestling Vault Volume 2 (laughs) Wednesday. That is fair. There's there wasn't a lot of competition, guys, but it blew it out of the water anyways. So it didn't matter if there's competition or not. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <sighs> Let me just give you this update because I'm biting it. Right. Do it. I got a new whip. Oh, shit. So yeah. official, you have the whip and you're loving the whip. I'm assuming I've driven it less than. I don't know from the, from, from the place I got it. It's like 20 miles away. So just to bring it home. I may have driven it five miles so far from not, you know, from the place where I got it to here is 20 miles. But then otherwise, literally. So as recording, I have it less than 24 hours. Damn. But I love it. I fucking love it. As long as you love it, that's what matters. Yeah. So uh, paint scheme. What do we got? (laughs) I gotta hear it. I gotta hear it again. I heard it, but I want to. I want to put it out there for the t- everyone. First of all, it's a 2016 Jeep Wrangler Trailhawk Edition. Okay. On the key Wait. that I bought, and I couldn't swallow. I don't know what the hell that was all about. <laughs> Go ahead. What? I was gonna. Is it a Wrangler or a Renegade? Because you were looking at a Renegade. Oh, you said Wrangler. That's why I asked. Oh. Yeah. 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 It's a renegade. It's four-door SUV, you know, style. Yes, it's a renegade Trailhawk 
Renegade, uh, Renegade Trailhawk. Jesus. <laughs> Welcome to Can Crusher. No. <laughs> so the paint scheme on the ticket or the keys, I think they just wrote purple because it's easy for the people to just go get this. It is a dark, like midnight blue. And in the day, it is, it plays, uh, it mind fucks you. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it can go from anything to a, and you, nobody can see this. The blue that you have on your hoodie is like a, a royal blue. Okay. And it gets darker, I guess. It turns into a really dark blue. Whatever the darkest blue out there is. Okay. It's not purple. It's, it's not purple. But, yeah. And in the word that I was struggling with telling Mr. Michael Jenks, the trim on the inside around like the speakers and around the trail hawk signs and all that is a burnt red type of mm. deal thing. Not like the Louisville Cardinal red or Stanford, but like a maybe, maybe a little lighter than a crimson red. Okay. So, okay. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. Pretty awesome. I like it. The fam likes it. Get ready. Because she's been listening to the beginnings again. Shout out to the wife for finding it a hell of a lot closer than where I was going to drive to get one. She found one, like I said, about 20, 25 miles away. Perfect price. All said and done from the time that we got money in the bank. Oh, I got a briefcase. From money in the bank until getting it was, again, less than 24 hours. Like this last 48 hours, it has been... Oh, man, I wonder if I'm going to get this money. Oh, shit, the money's in the bank. Okay, let's spend it. Boom. Vehicle's outside. It took three fucking weeks to do it, though, but hey, things were good to go. As long as you're good to go, that's what matters. So. And basketball started this week. Oh, man, so, you're back to busy back schedule time. Waves. You remember how I bitched last March? Man, I can't wait until basketball's over. That's all I've been doing is basketball, basketball, basketball. <laughs> I'm rejuvenated though. Taking football season off was kind of a good thing. Not that I don't not like calling football and everything. It was just long season. Every yeah. baseball team made it into the playoffs. Every wrestler made it. Every basketball. I mean, there was just no break in between anything. I decided giving up on football for a year. Will I go back next year? We'll see how everything plays out in the spring. But I won't give up baseball or softball. Right. But, yeah, got the call, come back for basketball, worked out a nice little contract, and, yeah, I had three games this week already, so. Off firing on all cylinders now. This is the first day I've been home all week. Well, welcome home. <laughs> right? And it's a clean out the fridge week for me, um, because Kelly, still listening, I understand, just has a plethora of 12 packs of things that she's either opened up and sniffed and decided she didn't want it or opened up and had one or two. And now they're going to sit here until who the hell knows when I need Christmas beers in here. I need to have, you know, party stuff. So we need to clean out the fridge with, and I, I'm, I don't like twisted tea, but I'm going to have to struggle through them tonight. Yeah, so do you have other flavors, or you just have the one flavor, Twisted Tea? 
the she got the four pack because okay. she is the quintessential drinker of all but none. Just peach, <laughs> raspberry, half and half, and I think the other one is just normal tea. I opened the peach first because if you give me a peach or anything else in this world, I will probably take the peach first. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe yeah. she's taking something first. I would say the raspberry would have been the best one to go first. Cause, well, that but is I'm a raspberry guy. Already next in line. All right. I thought this one would be done already five minutes <laughs> into the show, but we'll see. That's fair. Well, other than that, like that was that was my week in a nutshell. Sounds like you've had a fun and exciting week. Eh, everything everything's back to copacetic now. Yeah, got nothing going on tomorrow, nothing going on on Sunday. We're good to go. Back to normal, almost some sort of normal, anyways. Sort of normalcy. You? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't call it normal. Getting ready, uh, gearing up this week. It's been a hell of a week. Um. Between uh, just being there for the girlfriend and her family, uh, moving on, trying to get everything set up for Christmas here. Uh, Christmas here in the sense of I got decorations up Monday, dark, middle of the night. Like it was like five o'clock. It was pitch black out. And I'm like, all right. My whole game plan was to set up two inflatables because they'd give me light to do this freaking light ceremony up and down. But got that stuff up. Whirlwind of a week at work. I mean, I was in training all week, plus had to do my normal job on top of that. So there's a lot of late nights this week, just trying to beat out the grind and keep pace with everything. So doing all that, um, my morning started off great this morning. I somehow spilled coffee in a circle around my kitchen. I'll explain this one here. So this is why we're going to be going to YouTube soon, because this has to happen. This went what? So I filled up my mug like I normally do, put it in my backpack. I have a backpack. I transferred all my shit to and from work in. You can look at me though you want. This is a nice Swiss tech backpack I got no, right no, here. No, no, I'm not saying I understand. I know where this is going. I love the uh, the whole backpack idea. But, the, I do. But do you? But do you know where it's going? Because here's where the mistake came. I put the lid on tight. It was screwed down. I swung and flung the backpack onto my shoulder. And all of a sudden, this trickle line of coffee just goes around me and lands on the floor. And I'm like, what the hell? I flip back my backpack. The lid's tight, but the spout where you drink out of is open. And that's how the coffee just decided to come out. Like a freaking... Huh? How? I don't... Just because of the momentum, I, I had it filmed a little brim. And because I swung it so fast, it just all came out. I don't know how, but don't, you don't have you don't have a like closed litter. Like I don't know, if that's a word. It, so here's the thing: it does close, but I didn't close it, not thinking. Hey, it's literally it's not even an opening. It has a little ball that you push down the button, it comes up, closes it. You open it, and it just drops just a minuscule amount. Apparently, that was a minuscule amount to just make a whole entire mess. Have you never heard about it? Uh, apparently not. Physics was not my strong suit or any science of that nature. So That's why we're on the podcast. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I talk for a living. Um, but there's there's just coffee everywhere this morning. So I had to clean that up. So I was late a little bit for work. Bailey Getting didn't help? Her. 
Bailey was already locked away. So when I leave, when I leave and I have to go into the office, she gets goes into her room. I feed her treats, shut the door, and she's good for the rest of the day. So she could have cared less what kind of catastrophe I was having out in the kitchen. But she got her treats. She got her treats. She was loving life at that yeah, point. Peace out, Dad. <laughs> it's like you're on your own. You're on your own, bro. Deal with it. So I was like, well, this is the cap for the whole week. So just moved along. And now I'm just relaxing. I got uh, Cubides from Southern Tier in the co- in the decaf coffee I got going on right now. So nice little steady pace of a uh, little bit of alcohol beverage to keep me going here. That's what it's so all about. That's what it's all about for sure. Uh, yeah, but I have nothing else exciting going on this week. It's just been a busy week from my it, end. It's that whole holiday push. Yeah. I think it starts to get... Less work crazy for, and I, I don't know this because I'm not an office guy, but I would imagine it's going to start getting less work crazy for you within the next two weeks because people are, aren't going to be there. Blah, 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 blah. You're not going to be fighting stuff. People don't just think about, but then you shift social life. Like there's this pendulum that work is crazy and then holy shit, here comes Christmas. Oh, yeah. And let's face it, guys. Um, all right, Christmas is on a Sunday this year, right? It's the 25th. We all know that. That week prior to the Sunday, so the 19th of December, as you know, what the hell is today's date? Whatever. The 10th, as you're listening. From the 19th until the 26th, it really is all about Christmas then. It is Christmas. Get to this person. Get to this person. Yep. Finish shopping. Pa 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 pa. Oh, I do work. Oh well, that falls in the fucking bottom of the barrel. Right. It's Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So you're screwed until January fifteenth. Basically, and that's the whole thing. You're on the right pay- track here. Nineteenth, the week of the nineteenth, you're not doing a goddamn thing at work. You may have meetings on the calendar, but let's be honest, a lot of people are mentally checked out. I myself. Uh, I think it's the 22nd. I'm I'm out of there. 22nd. I'll see you January 2nd. That's my I'm off for that entire break. So for me, it's I got to get everything done in the next week and a half. Next week is a complete crapshoot. But add on top of that, there is a holiday party for my division in there where you can't get too crap, crap, shitty and all that stuff. You have to be at least somewhat presentable. But um but yeah, it's starting to get into that point. We have a freeze on software development coming up in the next week as well. So people are trying to shove things in, updates, releases, things of that nature. So it's a hectic time for everybody getting done. And then after that release window closes, you're turning into a bunch of Orange Cassidy sitting around the desk at, at work because they could get, care two okay, shits about what... Yeah. Uh, eggnog eggnog day. day. Yeah. And if you don't think your boy is gonna not gonna wear ugly Christmas sweaters the work week when he goes into the office, you're mistaken because they're gonna happen. They're beautiful. They'll be fantastic. So I, I do like I'm jealous about that. Yeah. Like I could wear an ugly sweater underneath my garbage man garb, but who's going to see it? Yeah. What's so, the point of it? Why why wear it? I'll tell you what, I have a T-shirt I'm planning on wearing because I'll be home the 21st. It says crushing it, and it's a bunch of nutcrackers. So that is my work attire for that day. It's perfect. You're at home. You can wear it and rock it and be fine. But So it's coming up. I can see the end of the tunnel, but it's just going to be 
boom, 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 busy as hell for the next week and a half or so, which is fine. We'll get through it and we'll see what happens. How's your shopping coming along? Halfway through. So I'm halfway through. Don't have anything wrapped. Also, yeah. Well, here's you laugh at this. I am now thankful that uh, things are going well with my girlfriend because apparently she can get shopping and wrapping done within the month of November. She's already been done with that. All of it. What? Yeah. And I'm like, I looked at her when she told me that and I said, you need to teach me your ways or, you know what, keep your secrets because this will be a magical life if this happens for the rest of our lives. So we'll see what happens with that. But you can just uh, give her a list then. That's what I'm saying. At that point, it's listen, these guys will probably need this. Sister law wants and just start this list early. Here's the money. Here's the money. money. See ya. You're gone. Bye. Yeah. So. But she is on top of it. She's a Christmas fiend. She is more of a Christmas fiend than I've seen in a long time. Um, but she's on top of that shit. So, but how about you? Where are you at in your Christmas list? Are you even close or even started? <laughs> I did start. I <laughs> okay. Did. I did start. Your face made me ask if you started because I'm like, uh. <laughs> I, I did start. Um, the dog's present to Kelly came in today. Okay. So. And she brought it in. And I think she knows what it is, but she doesn't know what it is. And I can't say what it is, but yeah, she's like, oh, this must be from the dogs. Probably. I don't know. Max <laughs> Max was ordering this year. Apparently, Miggy was taking the year off. I don't know. I just gave him my credit card, and they got something for you. <laughs> so, that, yeah, that's it. That's The dogs got Kelly their stuff already. Um, Ethan's a big boy. He's got more money than me right now. He can do his own <laughs> damn shopping now on. I literally just have to buy two things. Well, for two people. She yeah. does take care of mom-in-law, dad-in-law, my dad and stepmom. It, like, she takes care of them. I yeah. am, She knows I'm a minor. I'm an idiot. You just buy for me and Ethan and call it a day because you're an idiot. How far <laughs> is she along? As much as Amazon has been fucking backing up <laughs> to the door, I would imagine she's probably done. Never assume that. Just never assume that. Can I – I got to tell you this because I it's been this long of a week. I had to look back and see when I texted my sister about this. Monday morning, this is how my week started, and it's Christmas gift related. I'm getting ready, getting stuff ready to go jump in the shower before work. Bailey. Starts off just barking, losing your mind, acting like a lunatic, right? It's taking longer than usual. Usually she's two, 20 seconds and she's done. Peacing out. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I walk out there and I look, there's an Amazon truck at the end of my driveway. And it's it's a box truck. It has a ramp on it. It has a lift and everything. I'm like, what the fuck did I order? And I'm looking through my list. I'm like, I didn't order anything. So they leave. I go outside. There is nothing on my front porch from Amazon. And I'm like, well, now this is really odd. And before I go in, I take go to turn around and come in. It catches my eye. At my garage, there's this big ass box. And I'm like, what the hell is this box? And now my brother-in-law doesn't listen, so I can say this on here. I walk up to this box. 
it's the fucking grill my sister bought my brother-in-law. She bought her, brought him a Blackstone, got it off of Amazon. So jealous. I am too. I was really jealous. And you I'm have like, it. I know, it and I can't use in. it. It's staring at me. It did it's, not come in. It's literally staring at me right now. So I'm like, well, God damn it. I got to get this inside or something right now, right? And I have no room in the garage. So I'm, I'm like, all right, let me just try to move it, walk it into the house or something, right? No, this it is fucking heavy as hell. So I'm like, God damn it, I gotta get the dolly. So I had to get the dolly out, strap this motherfucker up, drag it into the house, and I sent my sister a picture at 6.30 in the morning. I said, your fucking gift's here. When do you want it? <laughs> and then I followed that up with, you owe me a beverage, a coffee, a beer, something. She just sends back, uh, just laughing, hysterically in text message. She's like, thanks for moving that in for me. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. So now it's he's in the office. Out like a fucking bandit this year. He's got so much fucking equipment here for his Christmas gifts. I'm like, how do you have any money to live on during the year? He's, I seriously don't know how he has none of this equipment yet. So, but he's got tools here. He's got Pimpin everything. Pimping ain't easy. That's for sure. That's exactly it. She is in love. So, yeah, I'm the storage facility for my family this year as well but it is what it is yeah renter's fees i should start running yeah you're taking up x square feet of my office um renter's fees 25 bucks a week <laughs> wow that, that might be steep but hell i'd take it i'd take it six five bucks a week or the blackstone you make <laughs> <laughs> it's like a layaway right listen i'll i'll just work like a credit card company we're just gonna siphon money but uh, so it's a fun week. Yeah, it's been it's been a week. It's just yeah. it, it, it'll all come to a head and then we'll be like, well, I'm not doing anything because there's 17 feet of snow. We're just playing video games. Yeah, uh, I'll take Which it. I have not in two weeks, by the way. No. I I just started. I had not for a week or like about five days or so until last night when I finally got to play NCAA football again. I picked that back up. I started a whole new uh, dynasty that's my, mode. That's my tomorrow. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, well, my today is you guys are listening. Yeah. But yeah. So speaking of video games, this is a little bit of, I don't know if there's really hot takes this week, but I did see this. We're video games, so we're going to talk video games real quick. Fight for the Fallen. Okay. Yeah. Two things that I read about it this week. Don't look for it until November. I mean, February. Now, don't look for it until February. So the whole December 31st thing has been bumped. Boom. Now Mark's getting pissed because <laughs> NCAA is not coming out. Fight for the Fall is not coming out. I don't have a new game. Still playing old games. I don't know. I might buy something tomorrow. I was going to buy soccer. Well, I'm going to pivot real quick here. I was going to buy soccer, but there's no WMLS on it. It's France and like Belgium's league for the girls. Hmm. The FIFA Cup for the women doesn't get uploaded until like July, like right before the FIFA Cup starts. It's a DLC. 
you essentially get it. It's just going to be an upload. You, you don't right. have to for it or anything, but they're not going to put it on the game until essentially all the teams are locked. Fuck, I, I, let me pick the teams. Put 64 teams on there and let me pick the teams. I don't yeah. care. So all the women aren't on there. So that made me mad. Then just looking at it, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know any of these people. So why would I play it? So I didn't buy soccer. So I'm like, just find a game to buy. So I, that might happen tomorrow too. Um, and back to fight for the fallen. Punk is remaining in the game. They're not taking him out. I saw that. I'm all right with it. I am too. I mean, there's, yeah, they had a falling out of course, but I mean, at the end of the day, how much, how it, a, it had to have been such a heavy lift to get him out of the game to remove him. But B, you're so close to release. People were going to buy it. It's a name on the thing. People would buy it just for the punk being in the game itself. So you might as well leave him in. As we said last week, he may be part of a storyline. And right. that, if he's in that huge storyline that they say that there's a million hours of storyline, you take him out. That changes that whole – then you're not getting in the game until next year at this time. Then right. don't don't even release a game then because you said you were going to release a game essentially year one of being in AEW business. Yeah. Now we're on year four trickling to five. You don't have a game. <clears throat> At this point, this game has to be in a very great playable condition. You've had five years to develop it. Right. I would assume it's in at least I mean, it looked great from whatever we saw of it, but it has to be in such a position that it's a great game. You can just pick up play and there shouldn't be any bugs or issues with it. Day one. But we'll we'll have to see because usually we say that and we're highly disappointed. So WWE 2K20. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. The Regal stuff we'll probably talk about on AEW. Yeah. <clears throat> so, did you see anything hot? I mean, this is what, this might be the shortest intro hellos that we've done in <laughs> two years. This is what happens we when they anything. take. We really don't they, have anything. This is what happens when they take all our content. Well, I think the two big things that came out this week: um, Sasha will be at Wrestle Kingdom. Yep. So that could be big. She could be fight fighting anyone she could be fighting Kyrie sane or she could just be there in an appearance role so it'd be interesting to see how that plays out after the new year and i think the other one is naomi and jade seen hanging out yeah doing basketball. things together at a basketball game so fuel those speculation rumors even if it's just they met up there to meet each other but it's fuel them when we get to aew their names will come back up I promise you, because of two certain things in a date that has been released this week. Mm, so okay. we'll AEW Dynamite, essentially, we'll talk about them. All right. We're going to group all of wrestling into segment two this week because that's how fast we're going to be able to talk about it. Segment three will be we'll talk about Final Battle and the NXT show. That is mm -hmm. also tonight. So double pay-per-views tonight. And then we'll give you what you've all been waiting for. Our categories for the crushies. 
again, we'll give you all the ways that you can. We want you to call in. You have three minutes on a call in. We want you to call in and give us your stuff. But if you're shy, you can email us. They're going to be posted. They are going to be posted on Facebook. But on that post itself, I'm turning the comments off. Yeah. You you motherfuckers aren't getting away just posting your answers. And I'm I'm going to call out one individual particular. Cody Hattrick, no texting. Call in. Call in. Call in. We're not we're we're calling out. By the way, by the way, if you guys have not listened to the forty year dash, they just did the their five was it five, top five? Yep. It was yeah, it, so Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I'll I'll say it. We reposted last year's top five Christmas movies for that chaos because in two weeks we're gonna discuss another half of that list. We wanna further expand upon that. Six through ten basically solidify our top ten Christmas movies of all time. I think we hit in on it last year a little bit uh, heavily, I think, but we didn't really solidify a list. So it's a republish, but it's a good episode. We go back and forth, a little bit of Die Hard, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. It's well worth a listen. I didn't know it was a republish. Huh? It was. I put that's it on. I listened, it, I listened to it twice. That's fantastic. I put it right in the title too, just to let everybody know in case I got crazy. I don't even look. It. I don't even look. The <laughs> green dot on Spotify pops up that it's a new one. I'm like, yep, play that. That's fantastic. You know, we worked hard on that one last year, and I worked hard putting it back up this year. So way to get out of it. We we said we already did the top five. We should put it back out there, get everybody to listen to it again, refresh memories, so that we can get right into the meat of the conversation. On, uh, I think we're going to record the 18th, so it'll be published the 19th for everybody. Because I know we talked last week a little bit about ours, like two or whatever. Yeah. Help. Yep. And I thought maybe you would throw me a bone by saying fever pitch, but you clearly well, you, you did. You know, I wish. I wish I was Nostradamus and could predict what you you were going to throw fever pitch out there. Maybe we'll throw it into the top ten mix. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> nobody's top ten but mine. <laughs> nobody's. And you know what? I'll I'll add it to my top ten. I, spoiler now. Because there's a Christmas tree in the movie. It's not a Christmas movie. It's Mark. It is. <laughs> not said. It counts. It, it counts. counts. It counts as much as whatever else. So have you guys watched any of this? This I have again. I've not Christmas yet yet this year. I probably do all the wife a night or two when I'm not basketballing. So maybe we'll start sliding and doing some Christmas stuff. But have you and the girl friend Christmas? Oh, we Christmas every time I see her. So um, we it's usually yet. Huh? Have you got Emmett Otter in yet? Haven't got Emmett Otter in yet. Hoping for tomorrow or this weekend to get Emmett in. If not next weekend, we've done mainly homework movies. Last weekend, we actually did The New Grinch. I don't know if you've seen that one with Benedict Cumberbatch as The Grinch. It's an animated one from 2018. It's actually fantastic. It's Um, better than Jim Carrey's. Everything's better than Jim Carrey's. I absolutely despise that movie with a passion. I know people like it, and I know I might get hate from Can Crushers here, but fucking hate that movie. Um, But... It's better than Jim Carrey's. Not, I love the original still, but oh, this one was really good. Uh, yeah, I've been watching Christmas movies. I listen. Muppets Christmas Carol has been on when I've decorated and done all that. So that's top one up there. And then just filling it in as we go along. 
I came home from a basketball game and Fred Claus was on and I was just tired. Wow. So I didn't, I just, I'm like, I'm going to shower. I'm going to bed. She's like, okay, I'm finished. I'm finishing Fred Claus. I, I don't know when time she came to bed. I don't know anything. So, well, my niece came over last night. The first thing she did was just put on Mickey's Christmas Carol and then was just watching Mickey Christmas shows. And I'm like, all right, let's do it, kid. I have to watch Mickey at some point anyway, so we'll make it happen. I'm a giant kid yeah. when it comes to these movies, so it is what it is. But definitely have gotten the Christmas movies in heavily. All right, let's transition to wrestling or milking this out. Now let's talk Hallmark. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving forward, Wednesday, new spotlight out. It is the wave maker, Shelby Waters. She is a wrestler from the Scranton area here in Pennsylvania. A lot to come with Shelby Waters in her organization. I'll leave it at that. It's not on the podcast, but just realize you're going to hear about Scranton in the next three to four months, and it's going to be really cool. This is literally thrown on Jenks, so he has no fucking clue what I'm talking about. Yeah. But Shelby's been wrestling for about five years. We talk about, you know, there's a really cool story in there about family. Uh, so make sure you give that a listen on Wednesday. If you didn't listen to Vinnie Berry's, go back and listen to Vinnie Berry's. Buy the book. It'll be here by Christmas. While supplies last, every book is autographed. While supplies last, while supplies last. Go to WrestleVille.com. Uh, buy the book. Buy all three books. Support Vinnie. Support us by going to Collar and Elbow. Hats, hoodies, tees, all the cool stuff that Al Snow and his hooligans have. Use the promo code CANCRUSHERS. It's all one word. Capital C and CAN. Capital C and CRUSHERS. You save 10%. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All at CANCRUSHERS69. This is, might be something we should just record and hit play. Uh, CANCRUSHERS69 at gmail. You're doing brilliantly. It's doing fantastic. What? You're doing great. Thanks. Keep going. Cancrusher69 <laughs> at gmail.com. Send in your questions there. Uh, what else? What, what else do you What else do you want from me today? I don't. <laughs> I really don't know. What you do want to do, you sons of bitches? We want you <laughs> to call in. Next week is Ask Can Crushers. We'll quickly cover wrestling and give Can Crushers their final questions of the year. 814-299-6687. Send in some questions. 814-299-6687. It's a machine. Leave your message. We'll answer them on air. We'll play your voice message on air. And then I'm going to give you that number again at the end of the show. Because that's how we want to know what your crushes are. But write it down again. 814-299-6687. It is a three-minute call. Please don't go over that. Please don't say, this is part two from Cody Hetrick. Please, just wrap up your shit. Put a nice <laughs> on it. Shine that bitch up real nice. And give it to us. And stick it straight into our voicemail. Your candy ass. <laughs> By the way, Dwayne gets brought up this week. I'm excited to talk about that. I am too. But we're going to start with WWE when we come back. Wrestling. 
a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Hey, this is the most prestigious athlete in the entire world, Jacob Rose, and you are listening to Can Crushers. These guys are, they're pretty cool. And welcome back to Can Crushers Wrestling Podcast. Mark DeMark, Sir Michael Jenks. We're ready to talk wrestling, and you heard us giggle last week uh, at the end of the show, as we always do, because wrestling kind of trickles on at the tail end of us recording. Recording? Recording. God, Mark. The, you're not used to doing basketball and the podcast in the same week anymore. I don't, I, yeah. The mind's gone. Quitting basketball. I, <laughs> I just need to keep refreshing, I think. Let's not shit bullshit anybody. The opening segment with Sami Zayn and everything was everything that you needed to watch on SmackDown. We'll I, talk about it a little bit more, but. I completely agree. That's. It, it's the only thing I'm going to be honest. It's probably the only thing that was really good for both shows this past week. Well, there was a return. I'm happy about. I'm wondering yeah. about something else. I'm disappointed about something else. So maybe this is a show that we're going to shit on some stuff. We haven't been shitting on wrestling enough. And I don't mean it mean, <laughs> but okay. It, listen, we still have a month before the next pay-per-view. Yeah. And I'm already bored with WWE. I can't argue bored. with that because I am too. I mean, bored. well, let's, well, let's talk about this. Let's talk this through the, the storyline right now that is catching probably most of the audience for WWE is Sami Zayn, Zayn in the bloodline. I Zion? can't talk now. Zion, Zion in the bloodline and the brood. Um, but it's Sami Zayn in the bloodline, right? My so dog, it is. My dog, by the way, that T-shirt is on sale for two weeks. So yeah. 100% going to Sami Zayn's uh, campaign for Syria. So if you guys get it, you'll have Sami's face on you. Anyways, that was an unpaid sponsorship, but I'm just starting it out there. But to that point, that's literally the big things that are going on. I mean, the main event was great. They had a great... Match-wise, it was great. Um, I just feel like that's a foregone conclusion. Who's going to win that? Well, and right, let's jump to that. Let's, let's jump. Go. Let's jump wherever you want to jump. But I was yeah. going to. I was just running through. There are certain things that happened throughout the show that. Yeah. 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 Um, Santos and, and Ricochet, the whole World Cup thing. All right, I understand. The the men's World Cup was going on. It, it's clearly you're trying to catch a bug off of that and just use tweets or whatever world cup and just to get something going. And I'm okay with Ricochet being in it. I'm okay with 
Santos and Logado del Fantasma just came up. And I know this World Cup thing might never happen again in WWE. They might have said, this tournament, fuck, we started it. We have to finish it now. They do stuff like this. But at least it's something that Santos has. Yeah. Ricochet wins it. I could give two craps that he has it now. He has already been written off of my limelight for years. This isn't going to make me say, oh, my God, Ricochet is the World Cup champion. I can't wait to watch his match next week. At least have, you know, Santos screws him over, fight for it for the urn or something like that. Ricochet wins. And again, the match itself was a great match. They're both talented. I'm talking storyline about it. Okay. The only thing I could think of why they didn't give it to Ricochet or not why they didn't give it to Santos was the fact that they didn't want him losing in his first title opportunity. For me, there's no way around it. He's not beating Gunther unless hooker by crook, right? Nobody's beating right. Gunther here. So my thought is Santos was not destined for the Intercontinental title until it's off of Gunther. However that it however that comes up. So to this, they just used the tournament to kind of push him to the limit. I think possibly they should have found a way to kind of protect him a little bit more in the loss instead of taking it clean to Ricochet, but they they didn't do that. So no. does it leave Escobar in a bit of limbo here, or is it a foreshadowing that he's going to screw over Ricochet in a week? when they meet for the Intercontinental title and continue that rivalry on, which I'd be fine with. But to your point, what was the point of the World Cup if it wasn't for Santos to get over and take it and say, I'm the World Cup champion, despite losing to Gunther, I'm still the World Cup champion type thing. I I, I just don't get it. He's a, you guys can't see it yet, but foreigner. It gives the foreigner heat. Mexico is better than uh, America. Turn him in, you know, I'm going to say the Sheik, but come on, we're not going to be doing the Sheik stuff anymore. But you could use that, that Mm -hmm. it's something built in. Cool. Ricochet, again, I just, maybe I would have been happier if a Braun would have won it. I I know I wouldn't have. But like Max would have Max been. was very disappointed in that comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just don't understand like where we're going. And you're right. I I don't think Rico has beaten Walter. I I don't. I don't know yeah. who's beating Walter yet, but or Gunther or whatever the fuck his name. Well, is. we know who. But I'm trying to figure out who Rico is. Did you just shorten Ricochet? Yeah. Did you shorten Ricochet? Okay. I always type Rico when I'm doing it. Oh, that's fair. I thought we had another return I wasn't aware of. Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, All right. The other one I want to bring up is damage control being – not damage. Yeah, damage control being out there. Liv comes out and wants to fight. She gets her ass kicked. And hey, Tegan Knox is back. I'm excited yeah. for this. I am too. I am. 
we speculated last week that she was her and Candace were supposed to be the first ones to go with Bailey. Are they building this? Or is it just a long story now to get them? Because jumping over, Candace seemed a little bit off on Monday, too. And we'll, we'll get there, but maybe? Well, it's that long-term story time. There's a long burn here somewhere. Something is going to happen. Because even bleeding it, let's bleed into what was said. I'm trying to get my dates right. The past Monday, back with Becky and Bailey when they were going back and forth between before Becky went and met Bob in the crowd. It was not Becky, like the, the good Bob. Yeah, the good Bob. Um, but she made a comment. Two thirds of damage control is successful. Bailey was not. So I think the hints are being dropped. And I think we're starting to see that evolution here. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we start seeing a four woman faction with the forefront coming to be Candace or I, I don't think it's Tegan, but I think Candace might become the lead of it. But Mark, let me throw this out at you as speculation, because we've seen it. There's a plan in place for Charlotte to return. Would damage control be better with Charlotte taking them back over and just changing the whole culture of it? Could you imagine that kind of heel division? Cause Bailey She's good at being a heel, but she's great at being a singles heel or a tag team heel. Leading a faction, I don't think that's her strong suit. It's and not. It, and we both love Bailey. We do. We both love Bailey. But I'm wondering if this becomes a Charlotte thing where they kick Bailey out of the group and now you have a Bailey Charlotte dynamic going into maybe, say, the Rumble or past the Rumble. Because Charlotte's coming back, it's yeah. on the horizon. So why not Charlotte and maybe bring in a Tegan or bring in a Candace, make it a four-woman group and round it out? Because then Bailey has no friends. Bailey's going to have to corral somebody to maybe fight this fight. Or or is Bailey... Listen, Bailey's been... No, Bailey just came back, too, in SummerSlam. I was going to yeah. say, Bailey's been here for a while. Do we get Bailey beat up? And the hugger comes back. Because let me say this. Her hair's getting longer. It is. And it's going over to one side again. I'm yeah. Do we get to the do we get the hugger back? But is that can we go back to the hugger? Because to me, it just feels like the character shift has been so dynamic that going reverting back to the hugger, although reverting back to a face that's more accepting and has learned from her ways, not necessarily the hugger, but could be an evolution of that character. Yeah. I, I like where your where your head's going with Charlotte and or Candace running this. Yeah. I, so, yeah, I somebody's taking it over. And, and Becky's put it last week into the thoughts. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The other women's thing on SmackDown, Shayna against Emma. Man, I was a huge. I loved Emma when she was Emma at first. The the jokey Emma, this, that, and the other thing. And then she turned into this Emma, and then she became her real name, Tennille Dashwood. What is she going to do? 
tell me yeah. what Emma came back to WWE for. I don't see her in a title picture ever. Mm-hmm. It's almost like she came back to be, I hate to say jobber, but to bolster the enhancement of other women. Yeah. And WWE needs hands like that. I I get that. But to your point, she's not going to be threatening for anything. The Emma character has always limited her in, excuse me, some aspect since it's, since she left NXT. It's been limited by being the stupid dancing gimmick or whatever the hell she was for that hot period of time where it was just uh, she was supposed to be the dancer, whatever the hell she was supposed to be. It's just been limited and it's kind of taken away from what Emma was during the NXT run and how that worked and everything. And Bailey wants to play now. So I guess we're doing that while we're talking. Um, But it's. Just I don't I only see her as being that she's the lower tier. She's the maddest yeah. brain right now of AEW. Exactly. She's just there to give a good match, get beat, build somebody up, we move on. And again, there's nothing wrong with that, but she'll yeah. never be a threat. No, I don't think so either. Who else will never be a threat is the rebuild of Lacey Evans for the sixth time. She <laughs> went back to basics. She did. Uh so you have no uh, no faith in her. None, not none whatsoever. I she is. I, when Mandy Rose went down to NXT, I was more surprised about that because I thought <clears throat> Mandy was whole and had whole Sonya and Mandy feud when Sonya was getting attacked by random idiots and this that. So they just transitioned her. And I thought, well, she probably would have been all right on the main roster. Just let her build herself there. Mm-hmm. What she's done down in NXT now is really cool with toxic attraction and everything. She comes back up. She's probably going to be this toxic attraction person. Or is she ever coming back up? She should be back up by now, I would think. Whatever. Lacey needs to go back to the Southern Belle. Like the NXT Southern Belle. The white gloves. This, that. In the same thing as Bailey that we just talked about, can she now? No, because, well, it's because she's morphed so much past her role and they keep trying to stick these gimmicks on her that going back to the Southern Belle is almost like they gave up Mm -hmm. at that point. So now you have to find a way to stick some, get something to stick on her that'll carry over to resonate with people. I don't know if this new gimmick's going... I, I really don't think this new gimmick's going to resonate with anybody. Nothing since the Southern Belle is going to resonate, because the Southern Belle worked for her. She did a great job with it. She refined it. It the was perfect. Were, it was such a cool name for a punch. It was. It was a cool name for a punch. It made sense. It it, it was a great character, but she, they let it die. They moved away from it, and that's what happens. It, it fell apart when she moved... She went with Ric Flair for... 30 seconds. Uh, seconds in that. So, yeah. One more on SmackDown I want to bitch about. <clears throat> Speaking about moving away from hot talent, comes in, is everybody's excited. And does anybody care that Karrion Cross wants to beat the fuck out of Ray? No, because everybody beats the fuck out of Ray. I'm. Uh, what? Why? What? what 
Ray's injured, and now Karrion Cross is threatening him. Like, leave Ray alone. I, I don't know where. Can we start a hashtag movement for that? Leave Ray alone. Leave Ray alone. Don't Ray. go to Christmas with the Mysterios. Ray's going to need to lock himself in a just a padlock in a panic room somewhere. Because Thanksgiving turned out to be a travesty, and now Christmas is. I'm sure Dominic TikTok. or. TikTok. TikTok. Somebody's going to be hiding in a present somewhere. And Ray's going to get popped or choked out, one of the two. When Cross came back, it was the buzz of buzz. Yeah. Linked then to Bray and all of this. I just, they got to do something with him fast. Well, I think they've lost momentum with him because he fought through. And that should have been enough to catapult him. And Bailey's going to work her way into this conversation. But, um, after Drew, they kind of just let him go. Let him fall off the face of the earth. Get him into something new. Get him do a cross brand. Brands don't care. Nobody cares about brands right now. Get KO in there. Do something. Get some bigger face talent. Put him against them. You're bringing him down in the card to Ray. Why not even Gunther? Gunther would be perfect for him. Have it be a one-on-one. Hell, have it be him and Braun. You're hell-bent on skinny pants Braun being a face or something like that or whatever the hell he is. Put the monsters together. I know we talked about and speculated Braun and him might be in this Bray thing going on, but there's this seems to be a slow burn for that. So that's cool. at least six months out for whatever the hell they're trying to plan here. So bring it in. Let them fight for a month, two months, something like that. Go on. Move on with your lives. Do something. Get the ball rolling with that. I hell, even just having faced Ricochet. I know he just dominate Ricochet in the rivalry, but Ricochet's there. You're not chasing an injured legend at this point. Ray's trying to do too many things and getting choked out and beat up. You can only beat up Ray Mysterio so many times before it gets old oh. and boring. And it's been old and boring since about twenty eleven. Maybe two thousand seven. Because unfortunately when he lost his mask, it was old and boring for me. Ex- I agree. You know what? I agree with that. Because he's an easy target. Let's be honest. Ray's a great, great in the ring. Legend, but the use Hall of Famer did it. We're not, this, we're not saying shit about his career. No, we're just saying just because he's a little guy, easy to take on and easy to beat up, that's why they target him. That's exactly why they had Big Show swing him like a bat in 03. That's why he was a focus of it in the 90s you know it's he's just an easier target because of how small he is it's like bullying him almost and that shouldn't be the case ray should be a legitimate contender fighting for things yeah he's the underdog but make him build him up to be something more than just what they've been doing to him over the past years so that's smackdown we were excited to watch (laughs) And Raw doesn't get any better, folks. Again, the Usos start the show. Awesome. I'm okay with kind of what happened. And then there's only two matches that I cared about to set up for next week. The rest of the stuff was all linked together by a poker game that nobody cared about. Yeah. This was the genericest is genericest a word? It can be now. Generic 
writing. Hey, we're going to have a poker game and build matches off of that because people are pissed about chips. Who has the most money? Da, 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 da. Oh. It's the Wild West. Let me. I wish they would have done this if they were going to if they were so hell bent on a poker game, because I know they just use it as a cheap plot thread for the raw. Why not build it up for a couple weeks? Why not say JBL come out? It's going to sound stupid. I know, but it, it might sound stupid coming out of JBL's mouth, but have him say, I'm going to have an invitational poker tournament and say, hey, the winner gets a shot at the U.S. champ. Let's make it awesome theory. Build off of that. You can have people join this thing the week of Christmas. Nothing's going on that week. Just have people join the week of Christmas. Do it. Uh, then you can have matches come out of that. Gets you to, let's say, it'll get you to rumble a little bit because it gives you some leeway with that. It gives you a Monday Night Raw for the first of the year. It's a main event for that with the U.S. title. I just, I get they threw it in to one week just to get plot threads coming out. But you're right. It, it literally did nothing because it was just a bunch of people thrown together to have matches for the sake of filling out the show. When the crux of it could have been focused around just the women, just figure out a way to do a quick tournament or gauntlet or have the women go for an hour and a half gauntlet match. I would have loved to see that. Put all six in a gauntlet and let them run. And go. Yeah. Yeah. But... So Elias is taken out to start the show. Riddle needs a partner. Yep. Who didn't think it wasn't? Hands up in the air. Everybody, we're looking at you right now. Who was shocked it was KO? <laughs> I don't see anybody's hands up. I don't see anybody either. And if you were, you might want to check a pulse. Yes. <laughs> Completely makes sense. Okay. But I do love what they did after the match. Just decimating what solo essentially decimating Riddle. Yeah. And the call out to Omaga. I hope Solo uses the the thumb a lot I more. He, I hope he does too. I think that was a nice little call out. Love the thumb. I did love the it's running spike. I understand. The, the Smo and Spike, yeah. But I also like the call out. He uses it a lot, but the running hip, I call it the running hip attack into the corner because that's that's such a devastating looking maneuver, especially when you have when an ass big. flying. When you're big and you have that ass flying into the face, yeah. It's not a stink face. It's a legitimately fucking weapon coming out your face. But so do you think they've written off Riddle till Rumble? I Not I, saying this mean, but I hope. I hope so, too. What do you have it, to do for him? Well, there's that. But I think it also helps self solo as that root of the group. He finally took care of a problem that has been plaguing the bloodline since, let's be honest, last spring, since May, <laughs> April and May. So I think this helps solidify him, especially if you keep him off for next month and a half. But it also, I think, builds up solo to be what a lot of rumors are saying is that perennial he's not there working for roman he's there working for the elders type storyline there because he is completely decimates where you have the usos and sammy joking around now and all of that stuff i love this kind of dynamic split going on right now with the bloodline who also because you guys will know from watching it last night somebody's not going to show up butch is going to get taken out or was taken out, whatever you guys saw. And Seamus is going to need a partner. 
because the Usos are defending or defended last night or whatever. Right. So it's going to be Sheamus and KO next week because they're announcing these as the matches are going on. Usos or whoever wins this takes on. Blah, blah, blah. Well, we have to let's back that up because it's supposed to be Sheamus and Drew tonight. Right. Or you last night. Off. He's written off. He has to be written off because the story came out. He has the same injury as Roman. Ruptured yeah. eardrum. So is it Butch? And then he gets written off. So where does the line go? Is it KO again? Do you really think it it's KO again? To get to Roman, he just wants to beat the Christ out of all the bloodline. Bloodline. It continues that storyline. Continues to continue that storyline. Because is Roman showing up tonight? It's SmackDown or last night or whatever. Yeah. He usually shows up once a week anymore. Yeah, if that. I mean, if you're injured, Roman's not getting anywhere close to the. I don't think Roman's showing up. He could just say hi. He could. I just don't. I feel like Roman's going to be gone for a couple weeks, not because of the injury, but I think they've kind of taken him. They're going to remove him from the story right now. And just let it fester, and then maybe he pops back up the week before Christmas or something like that. Just kind of give people the, this is the group right now, and this is how the dynamic's running. And we're starting to pile up, I don't know, losses or solos just gone crazy off the deep end. I don't know how they're going to work that, but I can't see Roman. Maybe they will have Roman back, but I would like to see Roman just take a couple weeks off, get out of mind. Because he's done that before. Let's let the head of the table take his rest. Uh, Becky ba- Bailey comes out. Becky's in the crowd. Blah, 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 blah. It, it actually essentially sets up for the Ripley and Bailey and Oscar match. Let's call the spade spade. I didn't think Bailey was winning this. From what I've heard and read and been that guy, we're setting up for Bianca and Ripley at the Rumble. Yeah. Right? Whoever yeah. this is the number one contender. Are they going to have a match before the rumble? That's For where my that's where my head went. I think they're planning on a women's title match maybe end of December on a show. On Raw. But this is just me looking at it because I'm looking at it like is Bailey gonna win again? Or is it, and if that happens, what's coming out of that? Because I think it goes back to the previous point we were making on SmackDown. If Bailey is your number one contender, again. Right. She's the head honcho. What shenanigans are happening in that women's title match? Or what's going to happen after that match? If, if when she loses, because Bianca is going to take this title. It's going to keep the title till for some point in time. For sure, yeah. I think there's more shenanigans at play here. You can argue Becky, maybe it's Becky going to interfere in the match. La 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 la. I think it could also go back to what we were talking about. A new leader forms or comes out because she's lost so many times. This group's going to throw her to the side. But how do we now, though? And I know shit can just happen in a week in WWE. And then there's times nothing happens in a month. And that's what we're talking about the last three weeks. Right. How are we getting to Ripley at Rumble? If Ripley would have won this six-woman essentially gauntlet match she made up and broken down into two weeks, 
she could just say, listen, bitch, I'm giving you four weeks to get ready for me because I'm mommy and we're going at Rumble. Now she's eliminated. Asuka is dead, so she might be getting a whole character change, which I think it's about time, by the way. Yeah, I do. I think we need a not a whole character change, but a reset of the jokes and the that stuff. I the we need Oscar that just comes out, kicks ass, and doesn't say a word again. Well, there's been rumors flying around that too. With I don't know if you saw this. Well, this was a theory I saw online that I think has legs, especially after the past week of tweets and Instagram posts from Oscar. So there's a good theory out there that maybe this Bray stuff isn't for Alexa. Maybe it's for Asuka. And how about a hell of a character shift that would be returning to what she was kind of in Japan, obviously WWPG era version of that. But remember, she she rolled with Suzuki for a long time and they were downright nasty in that sense. So this could be beautifully building up to that maybe. But I'm with you. Oscar needs a change. She needs. I've wanted her to go back to the killer persona for such a long time. The NXT Women's Champion persona. We didn't make jokes. We went out there, kicked ass, walked away. Yep. And we got cocky about it. Bring that Oscar back, or bring back some sort of nightmare version of Oscar. Whatever happens, happens. But I think going back to your point about Ripley. I feel like there's Ripley is just going to force it to happen, starting to sacrifice Bianca's friends or something along those lines. Rhea is going to force the issue to happen here. She doesn't need to win the number one contendership. She just needs to force her way into a title match because we haven't had a we've had some scenarios with that, but we haven't really had somebody force their way into a title picture in a while in a while. And that makes sense. Like, if she, and it's, listen, we'll fast forward to the other one. It's Bliss against uh, Nikki and Becky to end the show. I wasn't, I thought it would go to Nikki if it wasn't going to go to Becky. I didn't think Bliss was going to get the win. No, uh, I understand she's a grand champion winner, blah, 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 blah. I'm just one that she's got a lot of other stuff on her palette right now. The Bray yeah. stuff. But now it makes sense. <clears throat> she's a littler one. It's another person that Rhea could just run roughshod through next week when this match happens. She can destroy Bliss, send her on her way again for another injury or whatever. Her and Bailey may have to have a match then because she disrupts something, whatever. She destroys Bailey. Damage control gets pissed off. Tosses Bailey aside. Ripley's still the number one contender. Essentially, your hand of forcing, yes. So, well, let me back that up. So, do you think she's going to basically ruin the number one contenders match next week? Because remember, it's Bailey and Bliss. Yeah. So, you think she takes out Bliss and then it's Bailey and Bailey right on cue. So you think Bailey and Ripley is going to be the number one contender match at that point? Or do you think it's just going to be she's just going to tear down the number one contender match and I insert think, herself there? I think she just comes out in the match and causes havoc. Yeah. Maybe not 
before not taking out Bliss before the match or anything like that. But Max yeah. here Bailey through my headphones. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but I I want to take it down one other path here with this. I like where your head's at with that. I want to throw an alternative out here for Rhea to get here. Let's say, you know, okay, we get through the Bliss. It's Bliss, Bianca, you know, good friends, whatever. Maybe let's say she ruins that title match or attacks Bliss and Asuka after that in the upcoming weeks. What if we play, you know, she's trying to force herself. She's trying to get Bianca into a match. Bianca's like, you have to be the number one contender. You have to do this. Maybe she attacks the participants. But let's take it one step further. She has a stable with behind her with Priest, Finn, Dominic. They could very well somehow beat up Montez or cause forward injury that forces the hand of the champion to say, I will face you. So they could take it one step further. It would be right down the alley. It would be down the menace alley that Rhea has really been portraying over the past four or six months, if you will. Because Rhea's been a menace. Well, Mami yeah. has been a menace. So why not take it one step further and be a menace and go into the personal life? Take out Ford. And now we're in a situation where Bianca has no choice but to face Rhea. Didn't. When did the profits run out on Raw? Who did they come out to help? Mm, good call. I. I. Oh, well, yeah. Dom was, Dom yep. was going to beat the shit out of Tazawa. Yep. And so then they, the prophets essentially have put their eyes now on Judgment Day. Day. Or they're on to Judgment Day. So that's a good call. I knew yeah. it was somebody. I just didn't know if it was Dom or – because none of the other prophets wrestled yep. on that night. There it is. There it is. The connection's already there. So now through Tazawa, thank through you, Tazawa, thank God Tazawa went back to being his karate gimmick. Um, but maybe the JBL tournament was good for something after all. <laughs> Last thing to talk about for me on Raw, um, Seth and Bob still kind of squabbling over the number one contendership for the U.S. title. And I'm going to throw Theory and Ollie and Ziggler into all of this mess as well. Bob's going to be out of this U.S. pitcher in two weeks. He doesn't win this match against Rollins. He's yeah. going to be tossed aside. Are we going to get a four-way, though, between Seth, Austin, Ziggler, and Ollie? Ziggler's been around Theory long enough that he's not gotten anything out of this story. Just fucking with him. Yeah. They're push, They're trying to push Ollie down our throats. And if anybody loves him, good. He's a great talent again. You know, we're giving love to talent-wise. I don't know. Are you going to screw over our Theory by having Ollie win it? Anybody wins this, I, I think it's got to be Seth again, but... Listen, Seth doesn't need the U.S. title anymore. I think he needs to move along and worry about bigger titles. Yeah, I I feel like there might be a fatal four-way coming up for this. But 
to your point, I think Ali still needs to get a straight up one on one opportunity at it because this was by DQ he wanted by. Um, I think Ziggler still has a straight up match. I think Rollins does fall out of this picture here quickly. I think maybe there's a fatal four way last week of the year and then they move away. Seth just does his own thing because let's be honest, at that point, Seth, it could be Seth and Cody building up for WrestleMania or something. So they have to get to that point as well. Seth's got to start transitioning away from it, unless they are pulling the trigger on Cody winning a title at Mania. Um, Because I don't think it's happening at Rumble unless that's the picture they want to present. I don't know. Do we see see a place where he can come back in the next four weeks before Rumble? It'd have to be fucking random. Well, well, here's the other thing. What if we, you've heard, you've probably seen, Cena's coming back to SmackDown on the 30th. Right. Cody Rhodes, the second he could come back of January, New Year on Raw, surprise, or he comes back the day after Christmas. There's still, maybe they do a big return type weekend as we go into the new year. The day after Christmas is usually pre-recorded. Yeah, so they probably won't do it then. So I'm thinking maybe it's going to be the the day after New Year's. New Year's, the second. That's not a bad time to bring Cody back if you're going to do big returns. Let me throw this. I, I agree, but I disagree as well. Okay, that's fair. Because th- th- it would be great for him to come back just in time for the Rumble, to declare himself and all that. I love that because everybody knows he's going to be at Rumble. Everybody yeah. So the surprise of him being at Rumble isn't going to be a surprise. I don't think the second would be well either, because that's essentially the New Year's holiday for the work people. Everybody, you know, I don't mean it mean to, yeah. because yeah. still people are still off. It's a holiday. It might be live. Do you bring Cody back? When it's this is where I'm actually getting when it's not a pay-per-view because you're only bringing him back for and I know this is tic tacky 5,000 views 500,000 views or whatever it is on Raw and the studio audience not the studio audience the audience the 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 arena the arena audience or do you bring him back when there's at least a million people watching a pay-per-view and you get more of a holy fuck Cody's back because it's crap shoot on the second. How many people are going to be watching? Because isn't there a big football game on the second? Yeah, there yeah. are. Yeah. Well, that would be, I mean, technically that would be the uh, argument to have something happen. So you could compete with the football game at that time. But I'm trying to think now. You hit a point, and I think we need to acknowledge that you're right. They would not bring him back on a random Raw. They would do it at a pay-per-view. So, but they could bring him back via vignette and say Cody Rhodes is entering the Rumble and bring him back in Texas for the Rumble. I think that would be the American Nightmare. You're in the middle of fucking Texas. 
right. in that middle of Texas, but San Antonio, big lights, big stage, comes out 28. So they could make the announcement oh, on the first number. Eh, it was just throwing a random number out there. Watch, I'll deviate from that, and it'll be fucking 28. Quote me now. Quote it now, because I'm going to deviate from it. It's going to happen. On Friday. I think so that's probably why I picked 28, because it was fucking in my face. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. But it was a struggle. Like even fast forwarding through Ron SmackDown this week, and I paused and I watched some stuff. Like let it actually regurgitate playing. It was a struggle this week for Ron SmackDown. Yeah, it was it was rough going. And it wasn't much better for Dynamite. I mean Rampage. Rampage. Rampage had a lot of filler in it. Mm, a lot of filler. Darby and Cole. Um, Darby wins. You can see Cole, though, and I, I, as much as I hate the son of a bitch, and I'll get to why I hate him, um, you can see he is being built up for something. He's going to break away from the factory. He's going to maybe a prediction by the end of next year be around the TNT title or something. Just throwing that out there. I'm not writing it in ink yet, but still. But he's being a player because this heel movement is also a heel movement at IWC as well. So there's a working relationship between IWC, AEW, Wardlow Britt, now Cole Carter. So he's he's working something, okay? There's a process going on here. So, yeah. By the way, Justin Plummer, you screwed Jock Sampson out of the title. You were the one that threw the IWC Super Indy title into the fucking ring. <laughs> He's the one that used it, but you brought it to the thing. Okay. Um, And I – Darby. Darby wins. Darby loses. Darby wins. Darby loses. I know we both pulled him off of me being a pillar six months ago. I, I think he's below fucking sea level right now. He's not even a pillar. Well – yeah, we'll get to it in Dynamite, but uh, the way he tries to kill himself is just, yeah. he's not even close to being a pillar. Keith Lee, Shane Taylor, I like Shane Taylor, I do. Um, yeah. I like this. I, I don't, I don't want Swerve and Lee back into this. This is just going to be a, it's breakup 2.0 to give Shane Taylor the win, and then to feed into a the continuation of swervingly you're going to feud. Yeah, it, it's smelling. It just smells that a final battle. Swerve is going to turn on Lee. It's going to be a whole big thing. He's going to join Shane Taylor produ- Productions, and then we're going to have. You're exactly right. That's just what this smells like right now. It's a whole setup for that to happen. Yep. Acclaim's in the ring with Renee. They want the number one. They're going to name the champ, the, the number one contenders. Team Double J comes out. Team Ass Boys come out. Finally, they say, no, it's going to be FTR, and we'll get to that match. Renee with Soraya first. She says, hi. Uh, Britt gave her chills when she wrestled. We have enough sit-downs anymore. Yeah. Listen. And I love Jamie Hader, and we get the dynamite. Oh. But I also like that Jamie Hader kind of shit on it a little bit. Yes. Yeah, we'll get to that, but yeah. 
Athena and Danny Moe, love Danny Moe. She's not an Indianapolis girl, by the way, Tony, JR, whoever said it. She's a (laughs) Pittsburgh girl. I do like this Athena. I really do. Yeah. So my my cousin better look out later on today. And then QT and Orange Cassidy, and this fucking Lumberjack match was probably one of the worst Lumberjack matches I've ever seen in my life. Well, to be honest, I can't stand Lumberjack matches at all. I, I There's maybe been one or two that were halfway decent. And I think the one that I can think of off the top of my head involved Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. That one was decent, at least. But this is just... It was what it was, and I think it was more or less a set-up House of Black just coming up and destroying people. Yeah, and I even love them, but it was just yeah. like... Yep. Uh, the, the rampage that you guys watched last night was probably fucking phenomenal, so <laughs> we'll probably lead with that next week. Yeah. It looks amazing. But I digress. We'll get there next week. The Dynamite starts. Dynamite. Okay, I was gonna say you didn't yell it this week. That that it, it might not even get one of those. <laughs> Regal still recovering. Danielson beside us, beside him. I didn't like that at the top. Listen, everybody reads stuff. Everybody knows Regal's gone. Tony Khan was gonna address it. He was gonna talk about it. I figured this, this was the perfect time. Tony comes out and says, "Listen, this is what happened." Boom. He peaced out. We do get a storyline with it later. I think, uh, to me, they should have left it for that piece later. I think that piece until then. Yep. Yep. Don't even address it. Because it it ruined it then. It did. It exactly did. Yep. Do you want to? Let's go right to the storyline. Because. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. We'll go there and then we'll come back. Claudio and Yuta against Hager and Garcia. Um, The BCC wins. and I almost want to say pretty handily, but I mean, there yeah. was, there was give and take, but pretty handily they won this match. The match itself, good, but we're talking about storyline. Tony slides into the ring and says, hey, I got this old interview. What? <laughs> what? I love that he was hinting at it the entire show up until this point, too. He was saying, I got something for you guys, but you have to wait till then. I, that was a kind of good twist on it. Yeah. It wasn't like, listen, it wasn't just like he comes out of the blue. It was like, I have something we have to talk about with the BCC and all of that. I'm like, okay, this is intriguing. Let's go. I liked it, but I didn't like it. Like, listen, it wasn't an old interview. <clears throat> it was probably the last thing he did before he left Tuesday to go mm-hmm. wherever. And am I right with that? But I don't know if they did Regal right in this. Like, I understand the story that he's like, the BCC needs to grow, and these three are going to teach Yuta, and this is going to help them teach. I, I understand that part. And, it, okay, why couldn't he do it that in front of the fans? Yeah. And let – and it didn't even need to be done this week. If he's recovering yet, bring him back next week. Let him do it at Winter's Coming or whatever the hell. Let him do this. 
or let them do it at the pay-per-view. Or I, I, I just, I think even though Tony is, always says, Tony Khan says he's willing to work with anybody. You come in, you do good for me. Da, 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 da. I'll do good for you if you want to leave and go back. <clears throat> From what we read all week, some people say Regal was unhappy from essentially day one. Pillman Jr. says, no, he wasn't. He was teaching us back there. He was happy. It's They just put him into a story that now where do you get him from here? That mm-hmm. There's speculation out there all across the board. Right. Regal's a legend. If he wants to go work for Martinez Wrestling Federation, let him go. I understand that. And Tony Khan, I think, is doing the right thing by letting him go back to WWE. That's truly what he wants. I just think this was done dirty, and they didn't let the fans say thank you or goodbye or anything like that. I'm being a mark on this one. I'm being a true fucking mark. Let him come out and grab all the BCC in the ring and say, this is your time now. You three are now me 10 years ago. Train you to... And Yuta, learn from these three guys. I have nothing else to tell you guys. And then just walk out, let her, their jaws be, give a fucking hug, let them do the click thing, whatever. That's me. To me, this this smelled like almost like those Will videos, those last Will and Testament videos you see in movies all the time. Um, I kind of liked it i thought it was a change of pace i thought it was something i i like where you had that have them do it have a final bow out for the fans and all that but to me this part stuck and made sense for what the storyline was before that because before mjf attacked him moxley told him to run and run far away so that portion of it him coming out and talking to moxley face to face i think would have did a disservice to the storyline at that point because Mox should have just jumped him at that would have jumped him at that point. In my opinion, you could have the BCC hold him back. Cause, but it's the bulldog mentality in Mox. Um, so I actually liked it because it was a change of pace and it was a decent way to write him off TV and for him to, but again, I go back to, we should not have said Danielson was with him recovering. Right. It should have been, you know, just let this whole thing play out with Regal. Regal left some final words. Address it in the ring. Don't even have Tony Schiavone do it. Have Tony Khan come out and say, listen, guys, Regal's gone. He's on to different things. But he left this final message for you guys for the BCC. Play the video. I think just the execution of getting us to the video package is what kind of damned it a little bit or damaged it a little bit. I think it's the same result. It was what it was. I loved Moxley's response to it at the end because it was still, we're business as usual. I'm not even addressing this. He just wanted to fucking tear his head off again, but he knows he's not going to get that chance, so he's just moving on. So I did like Mox's way, too. He's like, you live, you breathe. This is fucking wrestling wrestling. time. We're going to make statements. Exactly. So, Write the check, walk away. Yeah. It's perfectly done. Back to the start of the show. You called it. I'll just ruin it right now. Um, you called it. I was pumped 
to see Dustin in the ring. Yeah. Over the last week, Dustin has announced this will be his 2023 will be his last year of wrestling. So cool. Uh, anytime that I can see him now, I'm pumped up. Battle Royal was perfect for him. Seeing the Canadian Destroyer one more time. If he never does it again, I'm happy with it. Starks wins. They've changed the rules already again now, Jenks. Yeah. From last week to he got this title win uh, from the Eliminator to now he can get two things and challenge anything. Now next week, everything's Ricky Starks isn't winning next week. No, it, it, it changed over the course of that match because they announced at the beginning of the match the winner of the match can choose when he fights for the diamond, diamond ring. But now they threw it all together in winner's coming match. And I'm like, well, he's not going to get it. MJF's going to be a four-time champion. Yeah. I mean. However, as soon as Starks won and MJF comes out, this was amazing this is mm-hmm. why they shouldn't push this because they're both 100 percent amazing on the mic yeah these two just need from uh danielson's what the hell did he call him danielson was scared of him that's why he's not there tonight yeah then he addresses and this is all mjf then he calls starks a rudy poo candy ass yes. all store Dwayne, and he's <laughs> the pebble yeah yes Yes, 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 yes. Go back to NWA so you can wrestle on YouTube. Holy fuck. Wow, we're taking shots at Billy Corrigan now, which, by the way, did you see the post I wrote? I I didn't write. I posted Friday on Can Crushers about what is up with NWA right now. A lot's going on with NWA. Mm, It's in trouble, I think, again. But then Starks. Gets back on and calls him, you know, a dime store or whatever. Uh, we call him maxi pad first. And right. that, the crowd fucking goes nuts. Nuts. Uh, fifth rate. Um, Piper. This. Uh, this no was great. Like, it was fantastic. The back and forth was fantastic. Smelling like paint thinner and ass. Just covering up your eczema with tanning splice. But it was perfect. It, this is what we knew Ricky Starks could do. And this promo back and forth was everything that I wanted to. It showed the fire from Ricky Starks. It showed Ricky Starks could match Max and I think out dual Max on the microphone. I think so too. I want more, but we're, we're not, not going to get, get more. more. We're only going to get the small taste and sample for two weeks. And then we're going bye-bye for a long period of time. I, I was going to say how long though. I, I, in my, once Starks is done, he doesn't sniff it again for a while. I have a bold prediction already, well, but I'm not going to give it. I'm not going to give it for 2023. But what I will say is don't be surprised if we revisit this at some point in 2023. I'll leave it at that. Touche. Not soon, though. Not soon. I would not think soon. No. Joe defeats Darby. Told you he wins, he loses, he wins, he loses. I did love the fucking muscle buster on the skateboard, though. I don't care. That had to have hurt. Well, that had to hurt, but I, Darby is going to do permanent dan- damage to himself. Right. But I get that. Point, I, I don't get, care. I, I, I know you don't care. And I don't mean it like the death or anything. He's choosing to do this shit. 
He's choosing to do this shit. I just can't watch his matches anymore without wincing in pain myself. Like the whole spot, Joe walking away, the way he landed on that concrete, brutal. The post spot, brutal. Darby's a fucking uh, crash crash down test dummy at this point. That's all he is. The skateboard spot, that was cool with the trucks. I thought he was going to do it on the actual board of it and break the board with him. Yeah, but I like the truck spot. That makes sense on it. But man, Darby, you're killing me, bro. Just fucking, you're not, we talked about him being a pillar 10 months ago. He was a pillar 10 months ago. That pillar is crumbled away just because Darby's body will be crumbled away by the time he's 35. Yeah. At the way he's going. Yeah. But again, I I liked I, I kind of like Joe throwing him around and obliterating him. I, I mean, I it makes Joe look like a fucking monster and that's what Joe was missing. I'll say it in WWE for a long period of time. He was missing that monster spark. He's got it back and Joe's a fucking beast again and looks like a threatening menace. Wardlow does come out, make the save. We'll talk more about Wardlow, I'm sure, when we're talking about Final Battle. Yeah. Tony with Orange Cassidy and Kip uh, next week, or uh, yesterday, Kip gets to pick who is Orange Cassidy is facing. And it's not going to be him, though, because he said he was hurt. Yeah, so who's coming out? Who's going to be the guy? We don't know. We don't know. And I don't, it's not time for Orange Cassidy to lose yet. No, it's not. The House of Black, <clears throat> the House of Black promo was good, but I'm ready for them. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. do we're, something. Enough run-ins. We're good. Jamie Hader sit down with Tony. Again, we were all sit, we're sitting getting tired of. And Jamie did this as a smart, you know. Mm-hmm. Let me sit down. She pretty much shit on Tony. He didn't catch on to it. I like this one. I yeah. did. This one was good. This one basically took the concept that they've been having for eight weeks of sit-down interviews and just shit on it. Jamie was just, you're right. Tony wasn't catching on to what she was saying about him or anything of that nature. But it really finally elevated these to not be as, I don't want to say boring, but not as traditional as it has been. Where there's been an actual interview, an actual talking point. Yeah, there's things said, but... I was intrigued because Jamie didn't want to be there. No, there was no reason for it. And she was just going to fucking do whatever she wanted to kind of uh, smart mouth Tony and just give him shit about it. So she wants a fight. And so whoever wins between Cheetah and Bunny gets a, a title shot. Cool. So we're I personally am already penciling in Cheetah because it's for a title that right. Cheetah owns. So here we go. And then Jamie's first title defense is against a former champion. Champion. And she win and, yeah. No disrespect to the bunny, but okay. Jaden the baddies against Kiera, Madison, and Sky Blue. How is she getting the, the dickhead in me? How is she getting the win in a trios match to make her 43 and out? All her other matches were, listen, Singles. I don't care. We yeah. need to get the fucking 50. I don't care how she gets them anymore. But just because she got the pin, she gets the win. She was in for three seconds. Yeah. I, again, I don't care. 
move it along. <laughs> and, and Kiera, like she didn't seem like she really she got kicked out of the baddies a week ago. Yeah. Be more pissed off about it. This felt more like we're just getting this done and over with. The revenge tour done and over with. Yeah. Type of yeah. thing. It's done. It's over with. Kira Hogan's going to go do Dark or Elevation at this point. And it's not really going to have anything to do with Jade at all. Done. done. She should have been 43 by herself then. Yeah. Would have made more sense. Agreed. Soraya's going to talk with Tony, but Britt comes in and says, hey, you got tickets for the January 11th show. Me and Jamie are going to kick your ass. Find a mystery opponent. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so we brought up about people hanging out with people, people going to be at places, and people are doing stuff. It's January 11th. Sasha Banks said she wasn't wrestling or being around wrestling until after the first of the year. Yeah. Wrestle Kingdom is after the first of the year. Yeah. And conveniently before January 11th. Yeah. Yeah. They link together perfectly. So is Sasha her mystery opponent? Wouldn't I mean, that mystery partner? I mean. Right. Wouldn't that be a plot twist? The woman that put her on the shelf for five months, inadvertent, whatever you want to say, but that's her mystery partner that comes out. Or is it Naomi? Because, because Naomi's hanging around with Jade, you know, being spotted with these individuals. Uh, I just saw there was an interesting tweet or Instagram post from Bailey that basically showed, uh, you know, Carrie Sane, Sasha, Bailey. I think there's one other person in there that might be an AEW now. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head, but there's four women in there. So it's hinting at things. There's hints being dropped left and right by people involved, not involved. Um, the one thing I want to say, whoever it is, I think if you haven't seen, Bailey's doing a lot of Instagram lives for charity and that one of the guests will be Mercedes at some point. I can't remember when it was. I think it's the 17th. So there would probably be some hints dropped there as well. Yeah. Which there's going to be seeds planted over the next several weeks. Sasha may not be doing anything or Mercedes might not be doing anything with wrestling until 2023. Yeah. We, have to stop. Should, we should stop saying Sasha because she's, yeah, she's, she's definitely completely she's, Mercedes. Yeah. She's completely Mercedes now. Mercedes might not be doing anything physical in wrestling until 2023, but she's sure as hell going to be dropping a bunch of hints and seeds and planting fake seeds, anything for the next two, three weeks. Until we get there, until we get to Wrestle Kingdom. So, so do we think that in my minuscule brain right now, I think Mercedes goes with Soraya, and I think it was bad if Naomi's going to be the one that Little Bow Wow brings out, out. Bad on them for being together. I know it's a month away. But bad on them for being together at a basketball game. Yeah. But it makes sense, right? I mean, they, they may know each other. May have known, I don't know their, hey, whatever. But, yeah. But you know what? They could play off this a little bit, I think, here. They could play the card of, Trin I think it's Trinity, though, is her real name, right? Trinity could say, 
she just got close to Jade to learn weaknesses or things of that nature. And Bow Wow comes out and says, this woman got to know you pretty well over the past couple weeks. And boom, you have Trinity come out. But I think at that point, Trinity would have to defeat Jade to end the streak because it can't go on past that. No. And that, we'll we're, we're literally a month away. Can she pick up seven wins? Or <clears throat> we're, we're saying... Is she getting it to get to 50? I don't I don't know anymore now. To be honest, I don't think she gets to 50. I think that's going to be a protected number. She didn't get to 50 because you don't throw her a bone in a six-woman tag. They did not count it before in her history, six-woman tags. Why are they counting it now? I think it's either A, to get her to some sort of number. I don't think 50 is attainable at this point. I don't either. Unless she's wrestling every single Show, Rampage, Dynamite, Rampage, Dynamite. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't think... I think she gets short of 50. She'll be the fastest woman to get to 50 when she can have that claim. Right. But she doesn't get there. Undefeated. Undefeated. I agree. I agree. Then we get the main event. And it's FTR. Against the acclaimed for the titles. I said, this is not ending clean. When the match started, I said, there's too much other stuff going on. You don't want your two hottest tag teams. Mm -hmm. You have the ass boys around. You have team double J around. I thought a lot of that was going to play into this. This is on. This is on the radar for tag team match of the year. Mm-hmm. I think if it was a pay-per-view, it would have won. Yeah. It would have given them more time and let them do some stuff. I'm shocked that it went that way. That FTR just took the pin. You wait, because I know what you're going to say. Looks like they're on their way out. Da, 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 da. They're, they're not not on their way out, but I'm just like, right. I don't know if they're going to sniff the AEW championships, Jenks. I don't know either. I, I actually wasn't going to say that. What I was going to say is they did it in a way with the quick roll-up to end it to kind of allow for it to fester a little bit more. I think there might be a heel turn coming with FTR, though. I just, this smelled, they were disappointed in it. They're going to have to go, we can get to that, what's going to happen after the match. They got to go to a dark place tonight for you guys listening to win this match. We'll get to it in a second. So they're going to start, wheels are turning. I think they get desperate for the AEW tag titles. And this is carrying on for a long period of time, actually. But to your point, I was surprised it went clean too. I thought guns were going to come out. Costing the title, Double J, he's always sniffing around with the stupid guitar, thought he would get involved. Um, I I just never thought Bones and Caster were going to win this outright, straight up. No, but I'm not saying, touche on that. It's not a bad thing, yeah. Yeah, that's a great win for them. Love it, yeah. Yeah. Great win for them, but yeah, that just shocked me. And then after the match, uh, as Sir Jenks was alluding to, the ass boys come out and they have a Christmas present and it's from them boys and it's dog collars. So it's a double fucking dog collar match at four o'clock today. Fuck. Old. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't have to tell it's any of us twice. We're going to be talking about the pay-per-view here in like a hot second. Yeah. So there's a lot of cool stuff going on. That should have sold the pay-per-view itself. I, now I'm going to get a dog collar match with fucking the Briscoes and FTR. Game on. Game on. Four o'clock. Pizza. Beers. Whatever. Fire. Let's go. Let's Final go. battle. Speaking of which, let's start with that as soon as we take a break. Yeah. Final battle. Let's do it. Hey, everyone. This is Shelby Waters. You're listening to Can Crushers. Come hang out with us and let's have some fun. Welcome back, everybody. We don't smell like paint thinner and ass. It's Cane Crushers. We're ready for segment three. We don't. Hey, by the way, I talked about my epic wrestling tournament, not tournament, travels that I could have had. Could have been at SmackDown tonight, too. You could have been. Uh, Fucking Pittsburgh. I have <laughs> scheduling. Well, scheduling. I did have the opportunity to go SmackDown. I got asked a couple times to go SmackDown in Pittsburgh, but I kind of punted on Cody it. Patrick probably, though, because no. he doesn't give you any wrestling. No, not in Pittsburgh. He doesn't take me to any wrestlings, um, but oh, or anything like that. No, no, nothing like that. But I punted on the idea just because it's holiday season and have to get stuff done. But anyways, I digress, man. You could have went to, let's see, SmackDown, Raw, because it was in Buffalo at one point. Uh, WrestleCade, WrestleCade, Raw. Raw. Yeah, you would have been doing a whole hot Steam, lap. Steamboat's last match. Yeah. Well, you, tentatively. Steamboat's last match. You've been on a roll the past couple weeks. Yeah, but I, I went to one. I went to WrestleCade. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. All right. All right, this is a segment we're going to talk about the two pay-per-views that are tonight. Probably in chronological order because that makes the most sense. Right. And then what you guys have been waiting for. The year-end announcements. What categories we're going to have this year for the Crushies. You guys are going to get your phone calls in. You can start them right now if you want to. Cool. We'll put them in the goddamn hopper. So good. We'll give you the number when we're done. Or just rewind it real quick because I put it on the, the beginning three times. <laughs> we'll give it to you at the end again. All right. Let's talk about final battle. Maybe a little bit more in depth than the NXT one. Because, listen, Mark hasn't watched NXT in a while again. But, yeah. Oh. But we'll go for it. All right. I'm going to jump around in what order they have the card on here because I think it's better. Jump, jump, jump. All right. Actually, let's start with this one. We talked about it. We hinted at it a little bit earlier. Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. Shane Taylor Productions, excuse me, and Swerve in Our Glory. I think we both are on the same page here. This is This just smells like a turn and it's Keith well, Taylor just, said you, you left this person, this person, you left yeah. me, da, 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 da. he's got in swerves head. It, it's writing's yeah. on the wall here. This is going to get ugly for Keith Lee. Pretty, Should pretty much that final battle. I mean, are we going to, are we betting anything on not, this? Or? These are not bad. We're not betting on this. You, I, you probably don't have to defend your title until March. So you're probably pretty goddamn lucky, Oh, but it's up to you. No, I'm good. You know, I'm good sitting on. I'm good being the heel here and sitting on my title as long as possible. I'm not taking a in. final battle. Uh, <laughs> do. All right. So we both essentially in the match, we don't care who wins. We have Swerve turning. Yeah, we both have Swerve turning. So, okay. all right. Let's jump to. Uh, let's go. Let's go to the six man tag for the ROH World six man tag title. Dalton Castle and the boys 
Gates of Agony and Brian Cage. I'll let you take front and center on this, although I'm guessing we might have a similar pick here, but I'll see. Dalton and the boys are still old ROH. And I hate to say it like that. I know he's been trickling around AEW and this and that and the other thing. I, I think it's time for the Gates of Agony to have something they've been getting shit on for a while. I, I think it's just them and, and how long do they have it? I don't think long, but I think it's to get them some notoriety because, man, have they been. Blah. I completely agree. The embassy needs something. It doesn't matter what at this point. They need validity because they just have not done shit. Um, I like your point about the old ROH with Dalton Castle and the boys. I enjoy Dalton Castle, the character and everything about it. Um, but, yeah, this is. This should be the embassy getting some sort of clout or credibility put on their name here uh, after months of just tragic falling off the map a little bit here. Yep. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's go. ROH Women's World Championship. Your cousin versus Athena. I'm going to go there the third match of the night. Uh, I think this is Athena's to win. I'm, no disrespect to your cousin, but it just seems like this is Athena's title to walk out with. I love you, Mercedes. I really do. Um, since she got it from Deanna, and Deanna was essentially still linked to TNA as well. So it was like, okay, we have cut ties. It's not like completely cut ties, but we've cut ties with that TNA spot. So let's just get this title on one of our girls right now. Mercedes was there. She fits it. But you're right. Mercedes has not been seen for a while. Yeah, she had an injury. Da, 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 came back from that. I would love Mercedes to keep it. But it's got to be on now more. Like, yeah. defend it on TV. Everything else, every other one is on TV and everything. Athena's the person that's going to be on TV more. Yeah. No, no hate, but so agreed and it finally gives athena some sort of i think it i think this pay-per-view helps build credibility for a lot of superstars i think athena finally gets some validity moving into this and finally gets a world title on her finally just anywhere so and hey this may be the the pay-per-view that a streaming service is saying we need to know these people and i don't mean it against mercedes or but we need uh, noteworthy people or whatever. Everybody knows who Ember Moon was in wrestling. Right. Now they can trickle her. Oh, that was Ember Moon. She goes by Athena here. Uh, Brian Cage. He, he's yeah. been up and down ROH. So I understand that. When we get to the other ones, I think this is the this is the one. Here's your champions going into the streaming service of yeah. whatever HBO. Jenk streaming service, whatever it's going to be. Bailey loves it. Service, yeah. So I agree. Completely makes sense for us. Yep. All right. Jumping next to. Just making sure I don't. Let's go. ROH World TV Championship. Samoa Joe, Juice Robinson. Uh, I think it's on you now for your first it, pick. Yeah. It is. It, it's Joe. Maybe not winning the match, but retaining the title. Uh, I think Juice has a good outing. We've seen Juice before. We like Juice. Juice is, you know, essentially signed with the AEW 
ROH now. He's going to be around, all fine and dandy. But there's a story to be told of a run-in of a Wardlow or something like that. Not saying that he's going to stay ROH, but he's just still pissed off at Joe. I wouldn't be surprised if Wardlow doesn't show up on this pay-per-view. I'm not surprised, and I'm just going to go cause chaos. I think Juice, I'm going to go Juice Robinson to win this title because of Wardlow. I think Wardlow gets involved. I don't think there's a referee. Wardlow gets involved, costs Joe the title. Juice Robinson, still a member of the Bullet Club from all, from my knowledge, that's still a, that carries clout in the industry. That's a big name to have the TV title on. Juice benefits from the Wardlow Joe aspect. Joe gets a title off of him. We're back down to the TNT title, and these two are going to go back and forth at each other for the next two months. So I'm going to put it, I'm going to give Juice, I'm going to give Juicy out. I like yours better. I really do. But I already wrote Joe keeps title. So (laughs) fair enough. All right. Let's go pure championship. We're revisiting Daniel Garcia, Wheeler Yuta. I had some difficulty with this. I think. I feel like it's too early to take it off of Garcia, but I do also feel like they could, they would be fine ping pong in this title back and forth between Yuta and that, especially if they want to reestablish the BCC. So for that reason, I think I'm going Yuta. I'm going to take Yuta in this one just for that reason. Before Wednesday and that whole thing that went on, I would have agreed that Garcia was going to keep it because I don't know what he has done with it. But you're right. I think BCC is involved in both of their matches. I think up and down the board, I think BCC is involved in both of their matches. This does give a little more validity. This is the word of the day, apparently, to the BCC becoming the BCC again and it starts with Yuta and these three are going to just run with this he's not a rookie but my air quotes the rookie and just lean on him because the other three don't need titles Mm -mm. so Yuta may need it and Garcia doesn't need one being with the Rat Pack or society so yeah agreed with you perfectly Hmm. I just had a thought it's going to play into the world title match, and I think I like it, and I'm going to run with it. But we'll get there when we get there. Um, well, there's two matches left. We might as well talk about it. World Tag Team Titles, Dog Collar, FTR, Briscoes. What do you got? Is this the fall? This may be a little bit of a long-winded thing. Is this the fall where... It's not really the fall of FTR, but we talked about this three weeks, maybe a month ago. The whole AEW ROH titles. No disregard to the IWGP or the AAA titles. They're held willy-nilly as it is. Does Tony Khan now, because you you just said kind of with Joe too, want both of his entities on one person? If we're saying down the line FTR is going to get that AEW championship again, it wouldn't be bad 
if they drop this one, and this is where it sets the whole tailspin, you you, complete, you completely converted me into this. This They drop the ROH titles to them boys. They roll with it. They run with it. Um, and it make it. They're huge. Them boys, the Briscoes, are huge in ROH. They That would probably be... It would be the pop of the night of them winning the titles for true ROHs yeah. fans. So, yeah, this match is going to be crazy and everything. I think this is where I have to say the Briscoes win as well. I'm going that route, too. Um, same line of thinking as you. This is where we start dropping titles because I think FTR is going to go heel and get the titles from the acclaimed at some point. I, I just have that feeling, but you need to get the three other the three titles off of FTR because Tony Khan wants his single entity right now. One person, one title for the person on the titles, like you were saying. And I think it starts at ROH tonight. Briscoes get it. You've alluded to it. The big name tied to ROH. This would suffice for the ROH fans to have one of their guys, one of the originals, win something. Cap off the Kind of ruin the main event already, then. Kind of. But I have other elements to play into there. But it would give that one big thing for people to say, okay, we can hang our hats on this game over. I, I think this starts here. I think... We haven't heard if I don't think we've heard if FTR is defending IWGP titles at Wrestle Kingdom or not. I would imagine. I would imagine too, and I would also predict too that they would lose those at Wrestle Kingdom as well. And I think we'll see the trickling of the AAA title. I don't know if AAA has an event coming up or not, but I think it's going to happen. I think by the time Revolution comes around, March fifth, March fifth, FTR's FTR's title list shooting for the acclaimed for the titles because this was definitely this past Wednesday was the first match of a series with them and they are going to be pissed at that point. So yeah. All right. Main event. Main event. Main event time. World championship. Jericho Claudio. I think you you go first because I think there's shenanigans afoot. Go ahead. Mine's not a scenario. Got it. Listen, I understand the wrestling businesses. You always send them home happy, this, that, or the other. You don't. No. You you don't. This is, for me still, it's, and I don't, I really haven't put a lot of thought, so I want to hear your shenanigans. It's Jericho's. Again, I'm going off of this whole streaming thing. Jericho's a fucking moneymaker. He runs with it. He can defend it on his cruise in February. Whatever he wants to do, cool, fine, and dandy. I just think... Because you still, he hasn't, no disrespect to Claudio, he still hasn't had where I'm like, oh, this is this is going to be the one he loses to. Claudio's not it. I think Claudio then gets away from ROH. And, you know, they, they got their bigger fish to fry over AEW. So, yeah. I'm going Jericho. And I... Jericho, you're saying Jericho too, and then you can just say shenanigans, so you can write it down. Yeah, Jericho uh, too. Okay. Shenanigans, because I don't think this BCC thing's as cut and dry as we think it is right now. 
I sitting back watching everything unfold. Danielson's mysteriously gone this week. We have this beautiful send off by Regal. Danielson defended Regal after the Moxley thing. I'm sorry, this smells, and people might hate me for this, and this might be unpopular. Danielson actually joined the Jericho Appreciation Society. And Claudio, he is costing Claudio this match. I think Danielson is in deep here. Garcia ties, everything, it just smells like a Danielson turn here. The sit down in the locker room or whatever when they were trying to you motherfucker you just put this into my head now you got yep. a fucker twice at the beginning now <laughs> yes they were trying to get claudio to be a sports entertainer what was it three weeks ago two weeks i don't remember when that thing is but you know what I'm, they were yeah and that was a stipulation at one point i don't know if it still is they seem to change their mind on stipulations for matches so claudio was supposed to be one if he lost this match i think he doesn't He's not going to win, but they have they already have their sports entertainer. It's Danielson. Well, if he lost the match, so he could win and not get the title. Oh, DQ. Yeah. And Jericho it, still keeps. Right. Because Danielson is pissed off and. Yeah, I, I think. Yeah. So. I think there's shenanigans afoot and I think Danielson's involved the BCC is only 3D Yuta Claudio Mox. Danielson's not a part of this group anymore. I think he might be in the JAS or he's working. Something's up here. Danielson comes out. Oh, uh, chaos is happening. Yeah. Danielson comes out. ROH people are going to, Mark's going to go nuts too. Right. ROHs are going to go nuts thinking he's coming to clear the waters a la Hogan and the NWO and it is boom yep. and the Ocho wins well keeps the title we're okay. saying we're saying the Ocho keeps the title he may not win the match essentially right yeah we'll say that I will it could be no it could be a DQ or it could be a no contest whatever ends up happening happening I just see Danielson standing tall with the JAS after every, the smoke clears here. And that's how you send people home talking about the pay-per-view. It's not going to send them home happy, but it's going to keep them talking. And that's exactly... If you're not going to send them home happy, you want to send them home talking. Brilliant mind. I'm not writing anything about NXT, so go ahead. All right. Well, we'll just run through it real quick. Uh, Albert Fry is led... Ilsa Dawn. I don't know why I can't say that anymore. Uh, I think we're just running through the card right now. Just yeah, kind I, of yeah. Um, Carmelo Hayes versus Grayson Waller versus Joe Gacy versus JD McDonough versus Axum, the Iron Survivor Challenge match. So essentially, your scramble matches on yeah. steroids and with a shark cage. <laughs> steroids. By the way, speaking of steroids, self plug. Go ahead. We'll finish this another. Wait, okay. okay. I, I don't know where the self plug is coming in for it. Okay. The women's Iron Survivor match Roxanne Perez, Cora Jade, Zoe Stark, Kiana James, Indy Hartwell. Both matches uh, will result in a world title match of some sort for the winner when we get there. It's Cora or Roxy winning that. 
Uh, completely agree. I feel like it might be. They might give Roxy a bone on this one. Uh, I think, I think so. she hasn't got one yet. Uh, the men's match. That's up in the air. Maybe Carmelo. Carmelo. I think they might give Carmelo that push. Because um, if anybody's going to take it off of Braun, it's Carmelo, I think, at this point. Yep. NXT Tag Team titles. Let's throw a wrinkle out there. Pretty deadly versus the New Day. Even though I don't think New Day's going to win this, it's a nice little plug to have a big, big team on NXT and on the pay-per-view fighting for the tag titles. Or do they? Well, they might. I don't know. Be, I think, not being what are they doing on the main roster they could just it could be a transition it's another thing for their legacy so when they all go into hall of fame they because they were around before nxt was not not the original nxt of ssg and all that stuff but they were never down there as a group yeah you give them that it's just another you know hey they were nxt tag team champions at one time and hold them to take over right before Rumble, I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, probably the Usos did it because I don't know if they won the NXT tag titles. But has anybody won the NXT Raw and SmackDown? Did FTR? Did I can't recall if anybody has. My thought here is maybe they dubbed them the first Grand Slam tag team champions. They won all three belts in the company by doing this. To your point, it, they could end up doing that too. I'd have to do some research, or you guys tell us, but. Yeah, I don't in that for never. Yeah, right. Um, it's Kurt Angle's birthday, birthday tonight. Holy it, shit. It is. Happy birthday, Kurt. Um, final match of the evening, Braun Breaker, Apollo Crews. This is not Apollo's match to win. This is Braun. Braun's going. I think it's Carmelo and Braun at some point. So we're, we're just playing the game till then. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's not what I'm getting excited for yet. The drum rolls have been done. Oh, wait, you need to talk to us about your yeah, steroid issue. Yeah, my steroid issue. <laughs> First and foremost, I, I've talked about this for, I think it's eight weeks now. Guys, on Vice, they're on YouTube now as well. Go back and watch Tales from the Territories, okay? It all leads up to this Tuesday at 9 o'clock, the nine lives of Vince McMahon is on. I don't know if it's a series if it's all one huge ass documentary, it was just trickled out there. If you don't have vice, they, they literally put it on YouTube a day or two later. Keep your eyes posted for that. Watch it and, and go back and watch tales for the territory. They have been amazing. Shit has come out that I didn't know. They're just fun stories. Some they're just the stories you hear over and over again. Just a nice promotion for vice because I, I love the wrestling content that they put out, but the Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon is coming on. So, and it's current. Also, the Netflix documentary is supposed to be out at the beginning quarter yeah. of the year. Yeah, I've been waiting for that patiently. That one, uh, Tuesday at ten. You said or Tuesday at nine. 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 Okay. I want to make sure I watch that. Yeah, I will be for it. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Whoa! All right, guys. <clears throat> Before and after. 814-299-6687. That is the number that you're going to call. 
and you're going to give us your end of the year awards. Okay. A three minute call, leave your message. And here's the categories. We're excited for them this year. We've added a couple. We changed a couple. The very first thing we're going to do is we're going to recap some of everybody's predictions of 2022, but fully ours. Make fun of each other. Yep. Listen, again, guys, the week of the crushies, when that comes out, there will be no wrestling talked about. It is just the crushies. Full-fledged. I don't know. Last year's was close to fucking three hours. It was. We went. <laughs> we went deep last year. <laughs> so make sure you sit down and listen. You'll have nothing else to do before you go drinking on New Year's Eve. So it'll be a long show, but it's well worth it. So recap how bad we did on our predictions or how well we did. And then we'll make our predictions for 2023. Okay. You know that. Here is the rest of the categories. Jenks, do you want to start? Yeah. So up first, pretty obvious, match of the year. Tag team match of the year. Women's match of the year. Promo of the year. Male of the year. Female of the year. Tag team of the year. Return of the year. Interview of the year. That's Can Crusher's interview of the year. So make sure you go back. You have three weeks yep. to listen to 52 interviews if you have not listened to the spotlights. Way to get your homework done. <laughs> yeah. Best storyline of the year. Worst storyline of the year. Most overrated. And it could be female or male. Uh, same for most underrated. Best pay-per-view of the year? And the absolute dog shit pay-per-view of the year. That's that's going to be hard to pick, honestly. Like, pay-per-view of the year, I think we're not putting spoilers out there. There are going to be AEW ones. All right. Yeah, they, they've ran away with that this year. Which one? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Worst? There's many to pick from. WWE, especially the first half of this year, let's be honest, after Triple H took over, WWE started picking up steam a lot. Right. So I, I think we're really going to see, I guess this might be a spoiler, but anything from August and before. Start it won't thinking, be on the worst list. It won't be on, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So It's not going to be on the best list either. Best list, it's not going to be on the best, might not be on the worst. It's going to be somewhere in the middle. We'll see what happens. But So that's our that's our awards for the year. We really want interaction. We really we want phone calls. We really, really want phone calls. 814-299-6687. A three-minute call. We would love your name. That would be awesome. Give us you, – if you don't want to do every one of these, okay, but at least give us some. If you really don't want to call, we want them via email then because when I post this list – up on the Facebook. It's not going to let you comment. I'm not going to turn comments on in that one because I'm not going back to Facebook and reading yeah. them all. Yep. An email, at least I'll print them out. I'll have your name and this, that, and the other thing, or the phone call is the best way. We want a ton of them. We'll make it a longer show. 
We'll enjoy it. We'll razz you. We'll do everything we can. It'll be awesome. From if a promoter wants to call in, if a uh, a talent wants to call in, anybody that wants to call in, cool. We'll, we're accepting it. We love them. It is yours. Whatever you think deserves a crushy. Nobody else is going to vote on it. We'll make fun of it or we'll agree with it. Jenks has his list. I have my list. And we're going to probably not try to spoil them this year between us two. Yeah, exactly. We a little bit last year. We did. We we trended into that area. That's why I did. I cut Mark off earlier and I said I mentioned something about listening to interviews. Well, going back and listening to my favorite ones, he was trying to get some things that out of me. And I tried to stop it a little bit. I'm keeping it close to chess. We want to make sure that this is close to chess. We'll see where we end up at it. Um, did we mention predictions of 2023? I don't think we mentioned that. Um, we do want your predictions for 2023, bold yeah. predictions, anything you come up with as well. So include those as well in your list of categories or picks, crushy yeah, awards it, or whatever you want. Bold predict. Don't, don't give us, and I'll, I'll be that guy, don't give me 25. Like, yeah. really, five well, or less. I was going to say one to three, if you yeah, guys want. Keep it simple. Yeah, keep it simple. One to three. Um, we're going to have probably three to five, I think between the two two of us so one to three somewhere in that range and just take it out of the ballpark go as bold as you want because uh we want to look back to this going into 2024 and see how many were just who's got, com- the, nuts to make who's got the nuts to declare people returning and winning wwe titles <clears throat> hetrick <So. laughs> and as we said that night when we record this, we're popping, we're popping, we're popping the bubbly. So, uh, are you going to be fancy and drink it out of a glass, or are you going to go straight bottle? I'm going straight. Once I pop that cork, I'm going to drink straight from the bottle. As soon as we start, yeah, I think I'm just going straight bottle at that point. Why are we getting too crazy? I will have a top hat on. Just saying. I and maybe maybe a tuxedo t-shirt. Maybe I can find a holiday tuxedo t-shirt online here. I don't have either one of those, so. Well, sure. I don't have I don't have a tuxedo. T- I have a top hat, but not a tuxedo T-shirt for the holidays, so I have to look into that. But. So I should just wear straight suit. <laughs> hey, if you're wearing straight suit, I'll wear straight suit. Maybe that's our first YouTube video. And. If- <laughs> why not? Why not? Uh, why not? What the hell? All right, guys, that's about it for the week. Next week again, though. You can use that same phone number, by the way. Did you, do you know the number yet, Jenks? Uh, yeah, I think it's 814-299-6687. It is. Kazaa. <laughs> use that for your Crushy Awards. And next week is Ask Can Crushers. We got a couple in the in Hoppa already. Send in your Ask Can Crushers. It'll be the last. Clearly, it's the last one of the year. Um, get that in because that'll be. Next week is the last week that we talk about wrestling, essentially, until January 7th. Isn't that crazy? Well, it's it's three weeks, essentially. We've never had a whole three-week break of – and we'll see what actually happens in those three weeks. Watch everything just completely burn to the ground and things just go complete apeshit over the next three weeks. Special out of nowhere. <laughs> We're regrouping Christmas Day. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing right now? Meat and fucking ham. Too bad. Get online. Hit your ass. Roll your ass to the microphone. 
By the way, uh, obviously we're recording late at night. SmackDown came on. Uh, it's great to see the NXT parking lot has made it to the main roster, and uh, shit's going down now. Shotzi so, got her hand ran over. Shotzi got her hand ran over. Uh, straight thug in here with these Thug-nomics. two. <laughs> December 30th, it comes back, so. This Wednesday, Shelby Waters joins us on the spotlight. Make sure you listen to that. Uh, everybody in Pennsylvania, she is a Scranton-based wrestler. Again, that's something to duly note. Scranton is not that far away from anybody in Pennsylvania. So let's look to make a trip to Scranton, Pennsylvania in the near future. Jenks is like, what the fuck is he talking about? Let's go. I won't tell you guys yet. But maybe when we hang up right now, I'll tell Jenks. Remember, just because you're trash doesn't mean you can't do great things. We're a garbage can, not a garbage cannot. Yeah.